No, we don't need to do that anymore, Sarah. Holy shit! It's us! We're here in the same room! Oh my god, I'm touching your face right now! Your I'm face is very warm. I'm being touched. Hello, listeners. Uh, welcome to our first mini-episode, and we're kicking this off with a bang. I'm kicking off with a bang, because uh, Amelia had three shots of whiskey and it didn't affect her at all, and I smelled alcohol, and now I'm <laughs> fucking drunk, so... It's good. I poured about a centimeter of Bailey's into her already slightly Bailey's-laden milkshake, so things are about to get really crazy What's here. What's funny is, like, I was about to say, like, I've had, like, almost half a glass of alcohol, but the thing is... You had half, half a glass of ice cream, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> hey, Sarah, you, you seem you seem kind of manic, you know? You seem kind of kind of kind of crazy there. You got a bit of crazy eyes going on. Hey, listen, I didn't tell you to be my fucking therapist. I just thought maybe you wanted to talk about your problem. That's oh, okay. I do want to talk you know, about. There, no, we got oh my god, here. I did. I thought you were just riding my ass. I didn't know you were being sensitive. No, I was trying to. You I was have not trying. shaved your legs. Wow, thank you, <laughs> thank you for uh, announcing that to the world. But you're right; they're very bristly. They're right very now. stubbly, like a beautiful briar patch. I was trying to give you a segue for you to thank talk you. about your important life God, event that just I love happened. you. I just got pulled over by the cops. That was pre-drinking. Can't stress that enough. <laughs> oh yeah, that's um, very important. <laughs> just kidding, officer. You'll never catch us now. <laughs> You'll never catch us now. I was fucking drunk on one. My blood alcohol content is zero point zero 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 one. Uh, AKA wasted. <laughs> Fucked up. Anyway, no, let me tell this story like a proper sober person. So what happened was, um, Amelia was like, I can't pick you up to drive because my car is a death trap. So I rode out and I drove her in my car to this very good movie, which we're not going to talk about that much because we're here to talk about a very bad movie. The movie was Thor Ragnarok, it was really good, and we are actually probably going to talk about it. The movie it. was Thor Ragnarok, and Tessa Thompson is a national gift to everyone. An international gift. God, she's so good. She's so good. She's, so she's such a sloppy fucking bisexual. Oh my god, she is literally just everything that I could have ever wanted. But anyway, when I came to pick her up, I was like, fun fact, Amelia, I don't know where my wallet is, so I put, like, all of my purses in the back of the car. Because uh, actually, what you said was, fun fact, Amelia, I don't know where my wallet is, so <laughs> this night's on you, bitch. That's actually kind of roughly similar. She did have to buy me Chipotle. I did. Um, and then I didn't have my lights on as I was driving out, because I forgot they're not automatic, and then... And, um, I got pulled over by a cop and he was like, where's your license? And I said, I don't have my wallet. And he's like, why did you hand me two identical registration forms? And I said, well, I thought I lost one, so I got a new one, but then I found the old one and I didn't know if I should throw either of them away, so I kept them. Can I just say how funny I found it that you then also handed him both? Like, you could have just kept one. You didn't have to give him both, but you were apparently just like, uh, here, here's the entire contents of my glove box. And then he's like, did you know you were driving without your lights on? And I said, yes, I forgot, which means our first three sentences or interactions was me being like, I forgot my wallet, I forgot about what registration does, and I forgot how lights work, please don't give me a ticket. And he didn't, but he did make us wait a really long time. Although, as I was telling Amelia, I've been pulled over a lot for stuff that, like, does not have a ticket offense. Like, I didn't have the registration on my car for a while, but I did have correct registration, so they'd have to pull me over, look it up, and then confirm my registration was fine. And, like, every time they'd be like, well, you're fine, but you should probably get your registration sticker. And I was like, yeah. And I never did order new ones. I just found where I'd lost them. So... That's the moral of the story. Well, the real question is, did you ever actually put them on your car, Sarah, or... <laughs> I did. I did. I don't get pulled over for that anymore. No, you get pulled over for new things now. I get pulled You're over... You're a new person. You've grown. You've I changed. I get pulled over for new things. I love you. I love you. I love you. But the important... Drink up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the important thing is here... Shh. 
World War Z. You tell him about it. Okay, so World War Z, uh, the movie, not the book. Sarah's currently swilling milkshake around in her mouth in front of the microphone, so that's what that noise is, in case you guys were curious. But, so, World War Z is also <laughs> a movie, and in case you guys were wondering, it fucking sucks. It's a very bad movie. We watched it last night, and then we were going to discuss it immediately afterwards, but we weren't quite there where we needed to be. Um, or I think rather we were too much there because we were both very angry and there was a lot of shouting at each other about sexism and gender roles and needless complications thrown into a perfectly good oral history of the zombie war. Yeah, it's like, why did you even buy the movie, Brad Pitt? Like, why did you buy the... Why did you Why did you make the movie, Brad Pitt? He just really wanted the title World War Z, He's, which is in itself inexplicable. World War Z is the worst... The great. World War Z is the worst part of World War Z. The yeah. title World War Z is like the not a good title. It's a bad title. It's an inexplicable. Okay, so let's start. Bad title, good book, terrible movie. I love. It should have been like a fucking Kent Burns documentary, but with zombies. But instead, yes. they made it just like white American man saves everyone. Everyone. Quite He's... literally, every person that Brad Pitt in this movie, and also, uh, what's his character's name again? Sarah? Jerry Lane. Jerry Lane. His name is Gerald Lane. Yeah. So his name is Gerald Lane, which is terrible. So I'm just gonna refer to him from this point on as Brad Pitt, so I don't have to fucking gargle that awful yeah. mouth sound that is his name. Hey. But every single person that he interacts with, he then immediately, at some point, has to save their life. Like, mm -hmm. you would think that that would get old and tiring, but no, no, not for Brad Pitt. This is just what he does. Also, what so, does he do? What is his job? Why is he in this movie? He's, okay, so I looked, I, I know. I know what he is. You seem like you know a lot of stuff right I now. I know a lot Please of stuff me. right now. Um, I'm very... You have milkshake on your nose, by the way. <laughs> I laughed into the milkshake, and then the milkshake exploded onto my <laughs> you face. You got some on your forehead. Yeah, too. it really blasted off. <laughs> okay. Tell me more about World War Z, so, a wise and ancient sage. He's a UN official, which is the closest World War Z ever comes to the idea of an international effort. And, uh, by the way, when he announces that he is with the UN to somebody, he is immediately mocked. So, also, World War Z does not even seem on board with the idea of multinationalism at all. No. So here's the thing. The book is about, the book is a retrospective account about the, the, the zombie war. It's like the oral histories of the zombie war. Do I look at you while I'm talking, Amelia, or do I not? You stare into the fucking sound patterns that are popping up on my monitor. Right on now. your, on your giant fucking television And you screen. feel vaguely self-conscious when the uh, sound spikes in inevitably go into the red. Yep, there they there are. There they are. Yeah, because ah. I'm a loud mouth. <laughs> okay, so um, World War Z is like this space thing, like, ten years ago the zombies came and here's what we did. But, like, not in that tone of voice, because it's like a bunch of people recounting bureaucracy facts. Um, and that's also, the tone of voice that the movie uses. That's the tone of... The movie is like, what if instead it's the outbreak? Uh, we're in it. We're in it. We're down on the ground. What if instead it was every single zombie movie that you've ever seen in your entire life? It's just very boring. I'll say in its, in its positives, it was kind of cool to see different locales. You know, you do get Jerusalem. Um, you do get Sweden. No, actually, it's not that interesting. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's really You not. get, it's like brief hints of things that are kind of interesting. Um, I really, they have fast zombies, which I really don't like, because they have fast zombies with really fast transformations, which is fundamentally changes everything, because if you have someone, if you have the expectation that someone can turn within 12 seconds, then you don't have the paranoia of who's infected, who's not. Which is a huge part of the book, World War Z, and a huge part of what makes zombies actually interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it, it uh, and if 
they're really fast running, if they run really fast and stuff, if they're just like sprinting, running zombies, you know, they're just, they're just dripping everywhere. Man. If they just are sprinting at you, it's scary in its own way, but it's not zombie scary. And also, they're like trying to maintain the thing of like these bodies are dead. They they mention it like numerous times. The bodies are dead. The bodies are dead. The bodies are dead. They don't have circulation. They don't have any of that. But like the thing is, I can plausibly buy slow zombies as walking corpses. Mm -hmm. I cannot buy fucking yeah. sprinting ant climbing zombies yeah. fucking swarming as technically dead. That doesn't even make any sense. Also, how's it spread? There's like some throwaway line about like in five percent of the population it takes longer for them to be infected. But like it's such a fast disease that, like, how's it spreading? Yeah, because in the fastest I believe we ever hear about it spreading is about uh, ten minutes between infection and, uh, you know, showing symptoms and becoming a zombie, which, like, I don't think that you can be bitten by a zombie, board a plane, and then, like, get to your next location without, you know, turning in ten minutes, which is essential for the spread of any disease. You know, you need yeah. that vector. It's gotta, like... It's it's got to be virulent enough that it's super virulent. Wow, this is good stuff. <laughs> Listen, shut the fuck up. Nursing school. I'm a I'm gonna be a medical professional. She I'm gonna is. be a medical practitioner. She's gonna be the person you want to go to in the zombie apocalypse. But you know, I think that we're actually taking the wrong approach here because we're trying to approach the movie World War Z from a logical perspective. We should not be doing that. We, we should sh just be shitting on it. We should be approaching deserves. the movie as just a totem of power to a white American running around the world just fixing stuff. Uh, he has a wife, and her job is to say lines of dialogue, like as she hands the phone he's calling her on to someone else, be like, uh, Jerry wants to talk to you. I love you, honey. Like, yeah. that's, you know... Or to say, please don't go. I'm so worried about you. And then J and then Jerry Brad Pitt is like, I'm being blackmailed into doing this thing because of you guys, my family. Yeah, what a bull- why are there so many movies about people who don't want to save the world? Like, you live in the fucking world. There's a zombie apocalypse. If you have the capacity to, like, do something about it, like, hey, guess what, motherfuckers? Your kids still need to go to elementary school, and they can't do that in the zombie apocalypse, so maybe you fucking put your big boy pants on and go do some UN investigation investigating with the virologist who has the world's best death in any movie oh ever. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, mm. And also, possibly, the world's best worst speech in any movie ever. Mother Nature's a serial killer. Yeah, literal the things that The things that we think are wakeness... No. The, the, what we think is most horrifying about the disease might actually be its vulnerable points. The strengths... She disguises her weaknesses as strengths. Mother Nature's such a hot, sexy bitch. Surprisingly enough, about ninety percent of that is also a direct quote. It's pretty good. I also I don't I can't remember his accent. I think he was English. Um, uh, he was English. That was definitely leaning hard into Australia. That was leaning hard into the platonic dream of an Australian accent. That's the actual. I'm getting real close to like the ideal. Um, listen, I want to spoil you for the virologist's death because you shouldn't watch the movie because it yeah. is, in addition to being a bad adaptation, which it is, it's an undeniably bad adaptation. No matter, even if you liked the movie, you'd have to say it was a bad adaptation yeah. of the book. But it's also a bad movie. It's just a very <laughs> boring movie. Yeah. Everything about this movie is bad. Uh, yeah. There was, what did I like? There's something I liked. 
Was there? Oh, I, uh, there was a character who was an Israeli soldier, and she had a shaved head, and she's my wife now. Yeah, she was pretty good. As soon as we saw her, Sarah and I both kind of immediately perked up, like, oh, okay, what's going on here? Oh, there's my wife. There's the wife God promised me. Here we go. Um, And she does some competent things before Brad Pitt has to save her, but save her he does. Yeah, and also at some point they need to sneak through something, and they're like, Brad Pitt's like, I'll go in front. It's like, why are you going in front? You have a trained soldier. You have a trained actual soldier. You're just a guy with a bat. Or an axe, or something. I don't know. Cut this part out, Amelia. Are we editing this? It doesn't even matter. Okay, so I'll just talk more about World War Z, which isn't a very good movie. Um, it's very uh, boring plot-wise. Um, it's just sort of like how many, like how many Americans can we have just floating around? Yeah, because um, they go to multiple countries. And then all the people that they talk to are basically Americans. Also, okay, no, I was gonna tell you how the virologist died, because you shouldn't see the movie. Yeah, he no. fucking trips and shoots himself in the head, and it's very funny. <laughs> it's really funny. It's, There's no real reason why it should <laughs> happen. It happening? It's just, it's just, no, it's literally just happening, because there was someone who could more, pl- who should more plausibly be in charge than Brad Pitt, and they needed to <laughs> remove him. That is so true. They're like, wait, actually, we introduced a character who might upstage Brad Pitt in some way. No, no one can save anyone except Brad Pitt. Yeah, I gotta unbutton my shirt neck. Okay. There we go. There we go. Um, wait, no, there's something I need to tell you. It was, it's Israel. Yes. It's, it, okay. Yes, okay, so the way that it, the, the movie handles Israel oh my versus God. the book is oh my very God. different if you want to just stick with an incredibly factual approach. It's super different, because, like, what if, in, it's like, the directors are like, okay, what if instead this country, we, we take verbatim the speech that uh, one of the characters gives about how Israel had to prepare for enemies and had to prepare to have, like, the tenth man, the one man who must, if nine people agree, then the tenth man must disagree to, like, maintain their safety and stuff against threats. So there's, like, one guy who's like, I think zombies are real, and he's right, and they, and and all of Israel basically manages to stay pretty safe. That's the book. And the movie's like, what if we took the speech, but then we just fucking killed everyone in Jerusalem, because they <laughs> fucked up. And we just no, killed them all. No, they didn't fuck up. They didn't even fuck They up. didn't fuck up. It was so oh stupid. Oh my god. The way that they do it is so insultingly dumb. Like, so zombies in this uh, fucking universe or whatever are attracted to sound, and so there's a scene in Jerusalem where there's, like, all these different people coming together to, like, sing a song. I honestly wasn't paying that close what attention. What a fucking... But... A f- it, was so, it was so dumb, because it was just literally, it was literally like, this is how we have peace in the Middle East. We're all banding against zombies. Here's some people singing together. Together, and they're all having a good time, and they're like, oh, there's hope, and we're gonna survive the zombie thing. Um, and then the zombies are like, nah, we heard your singing of peace, and now we're gonna climb, like, some fucking ants? Yeah, What like ant weird does ant- that? I don't know. Weird ant stuff. Bad CGI is really all you need Bad to CGI. They just all fucking pile onto each other, climbing up the wall super fast. And also, a thing about World War Z is that explicitly zombies can't climb. That's, like, the entire basis of most of the construction projects mm-hmm. that yeah. come about afterwards. Why did Brad Pitt buy this and adapt it like this? God, I know. Brad? It's Why did you do this? Brad? Your hair's not look great. No, Brad, what was up with that center part? (laughs) Brad, why was there a center part? (laughs) Brad, you think that's gonna save you from the zombies? Brad, I wanted your kids to die. Yeah, frankly, (laughs) same. Brad, I wanted you to die and your wife to take over. Yeah, but it's not that kind of movie, because this movie was hella sexist. This movie was hella sexist. I mean, there's literally a scene where... They, like, pick up this random kid who they basically are responsible oh, for the Oh, the alcohol is at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sarah, that's how drinks work. <laughs> okay, keep going. Uh, really? Are you sure you don't want to unbutton more I kind of want to take my shirt off. Okay, d- let's, uh, 
Now you're just putting okay, it on like no. a headband. Okay, I'm gonna take it. Go. I need to adjust it. All right. Um, I lost my train of thought. They pick this up movie a kid. is fucking sexist. They yeah, pick they pick up, up a kid. They pick up a kid. His entire family is dead because of Brad Pitt, basically, because they decided to help his family, and Brad Pitt was like, I'm not saving you, motherfuckers. Uh, that's not how it happens. Okay, well, that's how I remember it Be happening. Be fair to it. They're like, do you want... It? Brad Pitt was like, do you want to come with me? I'm very white, and I'm always correct. And the family was like, no. They're like, no, we have to die because of narrative purposes. And so they pick up this random kid, the child of this family that somehow manages to escape... Uh, the son, which is important, because uh, when Brad Pitt is saying goodbye to his family slash random child that he picked up, he's, like, talking to his daughters, like, oh, you guys, I'm gonna... I don't even remember what he fucking says. I love you, I'm gonna keep you safe. And then, like, to the boy, he's like, you take care of these girls. And then to, like, his other child, he's like, I love you, you must be protected. It's just like, he's a fucking eight-year-old boy. You don't need to put him in charge of anything. He's an eight-year-old boy. Like, let him... He's an eight-year-old boy. He's not good... He can't fight. He's What's an he eight-year-old boy! What's he gonna do? <laughs> Just let him be a little fucking boy. Keep... Nurture him the way you're nurturing your fucking daughters. Because it's not like I'm objecting to parents being concerned about their children. But it does manifest in the super sexist way of, like, girl children must be protected. Boy children must be armed with shotguns and made to fight. Yes, they must immediately be placed in charge. And it's just... <laughs> Look after my wife, too. She's an adult woman. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm gonna take my shoes off. See, that's the first logical thing that you've possibly said this entire recording session. Why are your shoes still on? <laughs> because my feet get really cold. Do you have any slippers? I do have slippers, but we're not getting those right now because okay. we're recording a podcast. Can we get some later? <laughs> yeah, we'll get those slippers later. Okay. Do you want to talk about Thor Ragnarok, or should we talk more about World War Z? Oh, God. I don't even know. What else is there to say about World War Z? Other than the fact that it was just such a travesty how they abandoned this massively cool potential for, like, this cool mockumentary movie. Yeah. And they turned it into just your total generic, off-brand zombie movie. Like, a mishmash of every single piece of zombie media that you've ever seen before, except yeah. nothing about it is, like, actually at all interesting. Which, and the curious thing is that, like, if they wanted to make a movie... I... It's like, if we're talking about, like, a mishmash of every zombie thing you've ever seen, like, that, in a way, is World War Z. But the question is, okay, what's happening in the background of every zombie movie you've ever seen, you know? What's the government look like? What's, like, what's farming look like? What's Cuba doing? What's North Korea doing? Oh my god, do you want to talk about what North Korea did in this movie? You oh my god! I totally forgot about that! I did too until Holy this moment fuck. right now. Oh my god, it's oh too crazy. God. Okay, yes, tell tell me and everybody who's currently tuning in what the fuck happened okay. in this movie. So early on, Brad Pitt gets some blood in his mouth because he gets bled on by a zombie. And this is slightly important, because I think it established... Because he doesn't turn. So it's Actually, not a... he does turn. Brad Pitt is a zombie <laughs> for about 80% of this movie. Daring well, choice. He fucking acts like it. Yeah, uh, seriously. But, okay, so it's like establishing, like, it's not enough to get bodily fluid. You know, it's like you have to be bitten or something. You could, like, drink a fucking gallon of zombie cum and just... Oh, that's the worst <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. I'm, that's the worst sentence. You did it. You did the bad sentence that you need yes. to edit out, but now you can't. Um, no, but it's in there. There's, like, just some random guy who's in this cell in uh, an American oh, God, base in guy. South Korea, and he has, like, one very prominent tooth. Um, he... he uh, is talking about how North Korea prepared. I don't know. There's like no rational fucking way there's that no I can. There's no rational way. He's just sort of. He then. Oh, 
15 seconds of him trying to pull out his last remaining tooth. And I was just like, it would be so funny if he couldn't fucking do it. But he does manage to eventually pull out his own tooth. And he lays it down in his collection of teeth. But why is he pulling out his own teeth? Because he's saying, North Korea pulled out the teeth of every single one of their citizens. 20 million people had all of their, no, teeth pulled out. 13 hours. The greatest feat of social engineering in history. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But like, Christ. It doesn't make any sense, because like, fast zombies will still fuck you up. They're like, ripping at you with everything. They're not just biting you, first off. And secondly, like, that's a bonkers fucking thing it's to fucking do. It's fucking insane. Oh that's my an insane God. thing. That's so much worse. It's not, okay, it's not even insane from the logical thing of like, a country suddenly decides to remove the teeth of all of its citizens, because that just would not fucking happen. It's insane as a narrative device that they would ever think that we would fucking plausibly buy that. Yeah, it's like, I think there's like a lot of things, I don't know, like, Westerners will think about North Korea. I just don't think, I don't know, it's just like a bad method. Yeah. I don't think, like, the World War Z, they all, North Korea just literally disappears into the catacombs under the earth and, like, has still not come back up. And that's something that's, like, way scarier than, like, systematic bad dentistry. Yeah, you know? Seriously. Anyways. Thor Ragnarok was a really good <laughs> Thor movie, Thor Ragnarok though. was so good, Jeff guys. Goldblum is extremely good in it. Tessa Thompson is so good in it. She's my wife now. I married hey, her. Hey, fuck you. She's my wife. We're both married to her, but right. we're not married to each other. It's very important. More. She's my beautiful, alcoholic, fucking she, disaster of a person. She's oh a my fucking, god, I love her. She's a fucking mess. Taika Waititi uh, is also... I'm also married to him. Um, but I'm more married to Tessa Thompson, but I'm, yeah. I'm pretty married. There's a lot married. of love going around. I'm also married to Hella. She's pretty cool. Oh, she's hella cool. She's hella say. cool. Oh my god. Kate Blanchett's voice is like the fucking it's drops like, of water in a cave deep in the earth. Her it's voice like if Galadriel like, had contempt for every single person she was talking to. God, yes. Oh Which, my god, that's by the way, king. I think Galadriel did. Yeah, she probably did. This is like Galadriel if she actually like succeeded in all of her ambitions to like mm. carve out kingdoms for herself in Middle Earth. Is that that's Silm- some fun Silm is that trivia Silm- right there. Yeah. Mm, not a dark lord. Wait, no, I quoted that last time. You podcast. did quote that last time. <laughs> You can never have too many Lord of the Rings quotes, though, I think. Is All shall love me and despair. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a direct quote from Thor Ragnarok. There's a lot of bleed over, but it was pretty good. Also, Carl Idris Elba Urban. is Aragorn, and oh. it's better than anything we've ever deserved in this life. Holy Heimdall shit. is the only so competent good. leader in all of Asgard. Because here's the thing, Loki spends a decent amount of time impersonating Odin, and apparently no one fucking notices. Even when he decides to put on a play, <laughs> which Sarah suffered much mightily through, okay. by the way. He so, you remember how in 2013 everyone was thirsty for Tom Hiddleston? I do remember that. Specifically, I remember certain people in this room who were thirsty for Tom Hiddleston, oh. a.k.a. both of us. Let's 2011 <laughs> was also a very good year to be thirsty for Tom Hiddleston. Ugh, 2011, 2012, 2013, really a dark period in my life. <laughs> oh my god, Amelia. Oh, if I, that movie had come, if this movie had come out and at the height of the Tom okay, Hiddleston Okay, you're currently thirst? giving my leg a hand job, which is kind of oh, weird. Oh, why is so stubbly? <laughs> Anyway, World War Z was not a very good movie, but Thor Ragnarok was a very good movie. I don't think Justice League is going to be a very good oh, movie. Oh, no, it doesn't look good, but I'm still going to watch it, and let's be real, I'm probably going to enjoy it. And Black Panther, I've already decided my favorite character is going to be Shuri. She is um, t- 
T'Challa's little sister, and she's, she's a genius so inventor. God, I love her. And they have a fun sibling handshake, and I think she made her own Black Panther suit. I oh think she's god. gonna teal. They're gonna team up. It's gonna be oh, it's gonna be so good. Oh my god, the handshake is literally the only thing I know about her <laughs> character, and already I would die for her. Like oh, for real. Oh, it's gonna, I can't believe Marl's fucking got me by my I fucking. Know, I can't believe it's fucking 2017, and I actually care about Marvel again. What is even happening? Oh my god, I Thor I got out. Thor Ragnarok was so good. Anyways, uh, this has been our podcast. Uh, theoretically, it was about the World War Z movie, but let's be real, no one actually cares about this that movie. Crack so go signs. see, go see Thor Ragnarok. We don't have a sign off yet. So. We don't have a sign off. We don't know what we're doing, but thank you for listening. This really is, appreciate it. This is Cracked it. Spines. Now go out there and crack some spines. Don't do that. I'm not even gonna say that. This is Cracked Spines. Thor Ragnarok's a good movie. World War Z is a bad movie. This is Cracked Spines. I'm legally married to Tessa Thompson. Oh my god. You can find us on Twitter at a handle which has yet to be disclosed because we're changing it and we don't know what it is yet. We're very professional. You can thank you for listening. Email Email our Gmail. Do you know what it is, sir? You're very good at saying the Gmail address. Email. Shut the fuck up. I hate you so much. I had to spend five separate minutes the last episode saying the correct email. I mean, that is actually that very is true. Literally. I edited it, and I can tell you for a fact. <laughs> it's crackspinespodcast at gmail.com, and I made it, and I made it. I love you so much. This yeah. is Cracked Spines. I love you. Fuck off. This has been Cracked Spines. I love you. Fuck off. Oh, 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 oh,